us having fun. Whoa, what's that beam of light? Hey, young Andrew Lens. It's me, Andrew Lens from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... PSAP Radio Network! The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. That's odd. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. I'm joined by the impeccable, the amazing Mr. Dr. Christopher Chavez. That's me. Welcome, Christopher, to our show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, This is kind of a special episode of That's Odd. Uh, Here and shortly, we're going to give our review of the brand new uh, episodes of Unsolved Mysteries that have recently come up on, as of this recording, on uh, Netflix, and we're going to review those and tell you what we think, and we're going to discuss that. But Chris, before we get into that, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, just so everybody knows who listens to this, there's another show that Chris does that you all should go check out, and it's called Chris and Anthony Can't Stop. And I got that right, right? Chris and Anthony just can't stop, yeah. Just can't. I always forget the just. I don't know why. Anyway, you can uh, Google, uh, look at wherever you get your podcast. I highly recommend it. Anyway, it's where Chris and uh, and Anthony, who's a really good dude, uh, get together and they just kind of discuss things. And they had their latest episode uh, was very uh, serious about all the th- kind of things that have been happening in the world right now. And one of the things that I really wanted to discuss with you, because I think it's kind of a part and it's kind of odd, and it would fit on this, is the tearing down or removal of Confederate statues uh, that around, mostly in the South, but uh, yeah, and how that's kind of affecting things. Now, uh, Chris, I'll let you go first for our audience. I already heard it because I listened to the episode, but yeah. kind of where, where do you kind of stand on this? Um, well, obviously. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> listeners get a feel for my thoughts and my position on certain things. Uh, overall, you know, I like to be an inclusive guy. I like to say, you know, we should always, you know, include everybody. Um, I'm also a lover of history. But when it comes to this thing, this whole thing that's happening with these statues that are, that you know, originally what's happening was they were being torn down. Uh, which we discussed this before the show started. I mean, honestly, it is. It's an act of vandalism, but, but a strong but. Uh, I don't. I don't remember like America saying, "Hey, those Iraqis that are tearing down that Saddam Hussein statue, knock it off." That's an act of vandalism. Like I don't remember that part, right? Right. Well, so, even just to just to back you up there, when America itself was going for its independence, we were tearing down statues. Oh yeah, left and right. So. We were throwing tea into the into the yeah. into the bay, right? Yeah. Um, so, so this is the idea: is, is that there's people who have something that they're protesting. Uh, obviously, you know, 
it's it's getting to certain levels because you know we could totally get into the history of this stuff but that's not today's episode uh the idea is is though people are doing this they're starting to tear down these these statues and so the question comes up you know what's the point is this a go is this okay is this not okay uh you know you have people from all different sides of this argument for me um i think it's 100 percent okay because i'm of the mind you know why do we have statues of men who are considered traitors to the country and i get it i get that you know after the civil war the president said, you know, we're not coming after the South. Anybody that participated in this, we're not coming after you. You know, it's not, that wasn't going to happen. It, it, was, it was in this idea of kind of extending an olive branch and creating peace and trying to heal a country that had almost split up, right? So I get this. But it shouldn't be so – it shouldn't have gone so far as to allow for these statues to be made in the first place. But since they're here um, – I do, I do agree with the tearing down of them, but there are people who are saying you shouldn't destroy them, and I agree with that as well. I also feel like these things should be taken down, but they should be put into a museum. And as being, you know, as a as a display in a museum, not only is the you know plaque which is already on these things saying this is the great general or the or the great so and so who led this many men into battle and fought at these battles and won these battles, uh, and he led the Confederacy. It's also going to say you know he owned this many slaves or you know this was his stance and these are some of the things these are some of the atrocities that he had his hand in when the, you know uh, the men tried to rise up and overthrow our country. Like if, if you want to be a patriot and you want to talk that way, right, you have to understand that what happened back then is not about um, culture. It's not about like this. It's what is why there, a lot of people defend having the Confederate flag and these statues because it's part of their heritage. But her, it's not yeah. heritage. This is a time <laughs> in our history where men turned traitor. They were literally unpatriotic. Again, yeah. how much more clear can you be about that? Yeah. Uh, so, just for a background, I'm sort I'm sure nobody is, uh, you know, shocked by this. I'm Southern, uh, <laughs> born and raised in the South. So that's not a Brooklyn accent. Oh, okay. I know. I know people think I'm French <laughs> or something, but it's not true. I'm from North Carolina. Uh, it's to be most of the people that I see, and this is very much me generalizing. I realize that, but a lot of the people that I see who are like. You can't tear down statues. It's history. Are the same people who, when I was in high school, and I loved history, and I was like loving this stuff, especially the Civil War stuff. I was really paying attention to that. Most of them, their eyes were glazing over. They were falling asleep in class. They didn't yeah. give one crap about it. One crap yeah. Yeah. at all. And I guarantee, I guarantee that if you went through and said, "Hey, there's a statue of so and so," this uh, Stonewall Jackson. I'm just going to throw out a name from Civil War, who was Confederate, you know, leader. Stonewall Jackson, I guarantee you, like 85%, I'm just making this number up, but I think it's high, would not even know who he was. They would just know, oh, it's a it's a guy who's important to the Confederacy. That's all they would know. Yeah. They wouldn't know anything else about the guy. They wouldn't know that he was actually killed by his own men. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't know any of this stuff. That that just blows my mind. We want to the real way that you preserve history is not with statues that you don't know what they're for. The real way you preserve history is through actual, real, true education. There you go. Tell the true story of what happened. Yes, and you actually tell what these people did. Robert E. Lee, famously after the war, Robert E. Lee, I would dare say, the most famous Confederate soldier. Right? Definitely, definitely up there. 
Robert E. Lee was asked about when they were putting statues up of him, this was years later, what he thought of it, and he didn't want it. Even Robert E. Lee did not want that. And they did it anyway. And a lot of these statues, we're not going to get into the whole history of it, but a lot of these statues that were raised and uh, put up was well after the Civil War. Well mm-hmm. after. It wasn't like they yeah. were just put up right after it. It was well after so. Uh, and I have... I actually really like your idea of taking these down and putting them in a museum. I like that idea a lot than just destroying them. Uh, because just from... I'm also looking at this from an artist's point of view. Just from an artist's point of view, regardless of the subject matter, I can look at it and say, man, that's that's a work of art, right? I can yeah. look at it and say, that is a work of art. And it in itself should be preserved. But I like your idea of putting everything about this person, like the good and the bad. Yeah. Because whether we want to, want to admit it or not, our history is both good and bad. We've done, America was founded upon awesome, amazing things. And also founded upon some terrible atrocities that we, that we did to other people that uh, we I mean, glaze over and rewrite. Yeah. Like that. We don't even, we don't even like to talk about the native no. Americans. We no. act like they don't even exist. Exactly. Thanksgiving. And, we, we were taught yeah. as children that Thanksgiving was a happy time. That you know they said Indians and and uh, and I say Indians, but Native Americans and and the Pilgrims sat at the tables together and rejoiced that they were able to come together. Like it's it's, I don't know, man. It's there's that History, saying yeah. I, I forget who said it right, but there's the saying that you know you're you are doomed to repeat these the, the, the failures of history whatever it is un, unless you you know unless you learn from it right like if you don't learn from history you're doomed to continue to repeat your mistakes and right. we're making mistakes we continue to make mistakes as a people because we're very uninformed with a lot of our history so we have no way of making decisions on something that comes up when we really if, if we had the true information from our history you could change right you you'd see better progress but that's not happening because when we don't like the history instead of trying to learn from it and acknowledging it and moving on, we create a false history that that's the history. So we continue to make the same mistake. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just, we we will gloss over things to make it more, uh, easy to digest. Yeah. We definitely do that for sure. I mean, I, even I do that just in my life with other, (laughs) with other stuff, right? Like, uh, there'll be something that I, that I love. Uh, and then like, there'll be problems that'll come out from either, a famous person or whatever, like some stuff they've done that was obviously not great. And I'll try to ignore it. Like I remember I loved Tom Cruise, right? I thought he was an amazing actor. I still think he's a good actor and he's fun to watch, but this whole Scientology stuff came out about him. And, and I'm not saying he's a bad person because of Scientology, but his, some of his beliefs are quite extreme when it comes to like mental health and that type of stuff. And I had a hard time, with that right like i was like well can i still like this guy and ultimately i kind of was like you know what his movies are still good and i can kind of separate that but that's a lot different than you know somebody who literally owns slaves it's way different than that that's a hundred percent different and history in itself is complicated right history Mm -hmm. is not easy to look at it's really not history has two sides to it and i think one of our other biggest issues is and both sides of the aisle do this. I'm not just yelling at one side of the aisle because I've seen both sides do this. Let's say you're on one side of the aisle. You will only, for whatever reason, look at news that like sort of you know placates or 
I don't even know if I use that word right. Who's sort of like, who will only give you news they know you will want, right? Mm-hmm. They won't, uh, and they'll make sure they kind of tune it to that side. They won't at all be down the middle. Uh, and that's where they get all their news. The the left and the right both do it. I've seen it with my own eyes. They don't realize how similar they are to each other. And we're not learning anything that way. Uh, you need to actually look at things from all kinds of different sides. The biggest thing I was taught in... Uh, when I went to when I, I grew up in a Mennonite church, the biggest thing I learned in that Mennonite church from some really good people who were flawed. I mean, everybody's flawed, but they taught me some great stuff. Is that you really truly need to when you want to when you're having a disagreement with someone, you need to put yourself as much as you can in their shoes and see why they think that way. And even though at the end you may not even agree with them anymore, still you can at least try to understand why they're thinking the way they think. I don't feel we do that anymore. It's this whole statue thing is mm-hmm. a great example of this. I've seen so many people on my Facebook timeline who are just going back and forth on this thing. Like, you know, Oh, this is history. This is our heritage. And the Confederate flag is another great thing. We can talk about later <laughs> for hours about that. Uh, the, the, the Confederacy lasted less than most things in our history. It's a small in a timeline of the United States. It's such a small blimp. In what was that it? Timeline. What was it? Five years. Uh, well, the Civil War was, was from about five years. The Civil War was from eighty from eighteen sixty one, eighteen sixty five. So it's so four so years dude, of Civil War, dude. Our network in April <laughs> will have been lasting longer than the Confederacy. Yeah. See, there in you April, go. in April, we will have outlasted the Confederacy. You and I have been podcasting longer than the Confederacy lasted. Exactly. So yeah. that's what I mean when I say when that that argument of our heritage. So you're you're proud of a heritage that meant you were traitorous to the country that you say you yeah. love. I I'm don't get said, that. I don't. I, get I'm glad that. you said the heritage thing too. Heritage. If you're everybody's wherever you trace your lineage down to, I guarantee there's some things that are not great. I oh, guarantee yeah. it. You're going to find something that you're not proud of, and that is part of your heritage too. Like we, I definitely am against. Uh, you know, just <laughs> pushing stuff under a rug and mm-hmm. pretending it's not there because that's how we don't learn also. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. forgetting about it. I mean, we already kind of touched on that. So I am I definitely think that the heritage thing is something that needs to be taught and educated on. But why are you celebrating some of this stuff? Uh, you really should look at it and be like, Ugh, you know, you yes. should be kind of about. Exactly. I am from the South. I honestly, I love North Carolina. It's, I love this place. It's my heart and my soul. But there's some terrible things that happened here. And some of the things I learned, I'm like, ugh, I'm not proud of. Wait, you're not printing it on a flag and flying it from your car? I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> in my county, in my county, there's literally, if you're going on the interstate, there's literally, literally a giant, and I do mean giant Confederate flag. I don't know if it's still there. They may have actually taken it down. But there used to be a giant Confederate flag just just you know flying freely in the air. And I'll tell you what the Confederate flag meant to me when I was growing up. And I'm a white Southern guy. Was that, well, these are people that I, it's not going to matter if I talk to them or not. Because I'm not going to be changed in a positive manner <laughs> <laughs> from any conversation I have with them. Right. And that's just the way, I mean, that's me being judgy, 100%. But still, that's how I, that's the symbol it kind of was to me. Yeah. Uh, it's so crazy. I don't, I don't get it. Like these, and most of these people who fly this Confederate flag or, want, or against these statues being torn don't even really truly know their history. Mm-mm. No. If you went to them and said, 
name this many battles, name this many people that stood for the Confederacy. Like, they couldn't tell you because that's because, like, at the end of the day, it's nonsense. It's just really it really is. It's nonsense. They couldn't tell you uh, what I guarantee you they couldn't tell you how long the Civil War lasted when it was for the most part. Uh, I guarantee you they couldn't even tell you what theater Abraham Lincoln was shot in. They couldn't tell you any of these things. Exactly. I don't know, man. I don't know. But for me, it is, you know, and it it fits. It does fit the show because it's something that's happening right now with with these things. Uh, And then, you know, uh, we discussed how the White House enacted a a penalty now for this for this kind of behavior of removing statues. Yeah, that's uh, and is actively, you know, looking to 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 go for the people who have done it before the penalty was known. What a waste of resources. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the other thing, too. That's what I look at that too. I'm like, there's so many people who are doing way worse things that we need to be looking after. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's the same thing with. The, I mean, we can get into all kinds of political stuff here, and we, and I, I think we've kind of gone far enough, probably. But uh, like, I understand out there, listeners, if you're like, if you're all for the heritage and stuff, uh, I'm around people like that all the time. Uh, and maybe you actually do know your history. I'm sure there's some out there. I was very oh, much easily. generalizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're generalizing overall. Yeah, I mean, obviously far. there's going to be people who do know. That's obvious. Yeah. But that's the thing. Because you know this, there should be an understanding that that's not something to celebrate. That's not something to promote. You know, that's something that should be learned from. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I am, eradicate. I am not a, yeah. I'm not against people being proud of who they are. You should be proud of who you are. Like, if you're a good person, be proud of that. But that doesn't mean, like, you know, Chris, in my in my lifetime, I'm 37 In my lifetime I've screwed up, especially when I was younger. I've said some things I, that now uh, I look back and I'm like, ugh, that's why did I do that? I am not proud of that at all. Yeah. We've and discussed, I, we've and discussed, I don't celebrate it. <laughs> yeah. You and I have discussed, you know, when you're a kid, you know, um, you know, you say, you say stupid things as a kid anyway, right? Like that's the whole point of the show at the South park is to show you like the kids are assholes. They just are because yeah. there's no filter and there's no understanding. There's no real kind of, critical thinking and understanding of how the world works so so you do say things when you're a kid you and i have discussed also that when you're young you know uh you're either super super popular or you get picked on or you're that kid that can be friends with everybody because you like to make people laugh um and you and i i feel like we were the same kind of person we liked to make our friends laugh and when you and i were growing up uh because you're not that much younger than me but you know when, when you and i were growing up it was of an age where uh, Howard Stern was the rage. Shock jocks were the rage. So there were times we said things just to be shocking, just to get a reaction from people, knowing that, that we would never like think that or, or be that way. You know what I mean? Um, I used to watch Howard Stern's TV show just hoping he'd have some hot women on there. Literally, <laughs> that's how... <laughs> hey, that's... <laughs> I mean that's 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 what you are when you're a kid, right? Like that's yeah. the thing. But you grow up, you get to a point where you start to really recognize like the certain things are are hurtful, and then the things that you were saying for shock value, the reason there's shock behind that when you learn a lot more behind it. Again, what you said when you become educated, right? Yeah, you be you, hopefully you 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 progress and you become a better person and decide these aren't things that are okay to joke about or say or do. So, yeah, I don't know. And I also also kind of think that cancel culture tries to go too far at times. Mm-hmm. For some people, uh, an apology, even if it was heartfelt, is not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people want your livelihood ruined, uh, not, you know, all this kind of stuff, no matter if you have family or whatever. Yeah. 
depending on what you've done. I mean, some things are obviously so horrendous that you know you should be in jail for. But uh, you know, it's it's I have noticed also where someone like they uh, you know they obviously apologize. It seemed heartfelt. I mean, it's hard to tell who's being heartfelt or, any, or anything anyway. <laughs> right, but, right. Um, I also feel truly feel that in society we should allow people to grow and learn from their mistakes. And I'm not saying that we should like give them a top platform anymore or anything like that, but I am saying let's give them a, a chance to become a better person instead of just completely throwing dirt over them and digging them, you know, throwing them in a grave or whatever. Let them give them a chance. Uh, some people, depending on what it's done, you know, I mean, obviously it's a case by case basis. That's the other thing too. It's not black or white. Yeah. You know, there's so many versions of things. Anyway, uh, that's kind of my spiel on it. Chris, did you want to add anything before we move on to Unsolved Mysteries? No. I mean, I felt it was right. This is That's Odd, and it's currently happening, so that's kind of yeah. like our now That's odd. odd, right? It is. Yeah. It's odd that, that, that it's even a, a question whether or not it's, you know, it's okay to take these down. Yes, it's 100% okay to take these down. Um, bring them down, put them in a museum, and educate people. And now... Uh, here's next- the thing. You know what? Here's the thing, too. I if Let's say that they actually listen to us for whatever reason. And they do take these down and put them in a museum. I am beyond curious how many of these people who were so pro these statues staying up would visit that museum. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I say that's a, that's a step forward. I think the next step forward to educating our people and making sure that you know future generations don't make the same mistakes and and you know make decisions based on how how informed they are is we need a revision right. of ed, our, our books man our history books we need to literally tell yes tell the story the way it happened and it's not going to be great and it's not it's not about trying to push it as the greatest country in the world right it's a, it's about we're a global society now you know it's not about countries on their own everybody interacts so we're so connected anymore that we have to get past this kind of archaic thinking that my country is better than your country it should be yes. that we're all part of the same globe we're all part of the same earth and how do we help each other continue to get better exactly so well said well said. that's my thought all right so let's talk about unsolved mysteries i'm pretty fired up today so it should be fun <laughs> man oh man uh, i am I, yeah. i'm uh when you said you wanted to do this i was jumped on immediately i was like heck yeah because yeah, i just <laughs> saw that they had put it up i was like this is gonna be great um yeah. and then i had saw somebody had had mentioned it in one of the facebook groups i'm in they mentioned that they started watching it and so i said hey i'm about to start watching this for the for my podcast uh, and so they said it gave me a couple pointers that uh, thoughts on on what they thought of it. Um, so I kind of came into it already knowing things like there wasn't a, a narrator and things like that. So, um, but let's yeah. let's do this, dude. How do you want to do it? How do you want to lay this out? All right, so I thought about that. All right, I say that we first start out with our stuff we liked about it, and then we'll move to stuff we didn't like about it, and then I'll kind of end it with, uh, and you can do this too, with kind of the stuff I was torn about. You know, I was kind of in the middle with. Um, now, did you want to discuss these two cases as well? Our thoughts on the cases? Uh, we can bring them up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, watch the show, the the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I actually ended up watching all six, so I've actually seen all six by now. But um, uh, we went through this, and we're going to watch the first two and review those. So these yes. will be spoilers for the first two. If you want to say there's spoilers in something that's unsolved, uh, but yeah. yeah, there's. So uh, if you don't want to know anything about those beforehand, uh, it's on Netflix. Go watch those first two and then come back and listen to this. For sure. Um, let's start with our pros, Chris. Um, very first thing, uh, the theme song. Yes. It's a slightly Love updated, it. but still there. 
So you recognize the yes. Oh my god! V- very much still has the feel of the old unsolved mysteries while kind of updating it, like you said. Yeah, I am one hundred percent behind this theme song. I freaking loved it. That that gave me cold chills, like yeah. the good kind. And did you notice that, uh, like during the stories in the background, like some some of the like the, the mood setting music would be that, but slowed yeah. down, really slowed down piano. Like oh, yes. I, I was just loving it, dude, loving it. Yes. So if you love the theme song, you're going to love these. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah, immediately. Uh, you know, Netflix gives you an option to skip the intro. Nope. Never skipped it. <laughs> nope. And that's the other thing. Uh, the, the things they show as part of the intro, uh, the visuals are still ha- – so do you remember the old Unexplained uh, Unsolved yes. Mysteries, how those visuals just really set the mood for the show right. you're about to watch? That's what this was. I felt like I was a kid again, you know, turning the lights off, putting the TV on at, at night when Unsolved Mysteries comes on and just sitting, you know, Indian style right in front of the glow of the television with all those images and that music coming on. I felt yes. like a kid again, dude. Yeah, same here. Uh, I think everybody knows if they listen to the show that me and you both loved Unsolved Mysteries growing up. Yeah. So. I was very excited for this show, uh, obviously. Um, another thing I will say that really struck me right off the bat was how well the show is shot. Oh, yeah. It uh, looks great. It, is, it looks pretty dang amazing. It, it, I would dare say you can put this up against any other well-shot documentary in how it looks, just the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's shot incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, specific shots tracking shots uh you can tell they use uh drones now more a lot of times you know i'm a huge fan of cinema and and cinematography so when i'm watching films i'm the kind of person that actually notices camera angles notices certain movement of camera so that like to me i'm like oh that's on a crane or that does you know that's that's handheld or whatever on a track uh and now now i've come since the drone era i've come to notice when it's like oh this is on a drone you can tell by the kind of way it moves and then kind of sits static and then does this thing and uh yeah great shots you know the 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 frame rate is gorgeous too so it looks it, it like you said it looks great this is a very 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 well produced uh, a series so far. Yeah, you can tell they put some money into this. Yeah. It's not something they just hastily or cheaply done. It it looks really good. Yeah, they didn't jump on Unsolved. They weren't like, hey, this is what everyone's on to nostalgia. Everyone loves Stranger Things. Let's uh, let's do Unsolved Mysteries again and then just kind of throw it together. This is def- definitely done uh, with care and and yeah. they thought out how they wanted to present it because the, one, of the re- one of the things about how it's presented is a pro and con for me. Yeah, same, and I know where you're going to go, so I think we should save that for the end. Cool. Um, yeah, because I know exactly what you're saying, and I'm on the same boat with you on that. Uh, another thing, this is also sort of a pro and con, but I'm going to go ahead and say it here. Uh, the first, there's six episodes that were released. I've seen all six. You've seen two. Um, but you asked me after watching watched the, the third. I watched the third oh, one, okay. too. Yeah. Okay, so you've seen three. But I remember after you watched the second one, you, you, you sent me a text, and you asked me, are all these kind of the same thing yeah uh if you like true crime which a lot of people do let's let's face it i mean i'm i do i can't sit here and lie about it uh it this is going to be the show for you because five out of the six are true crime so far yeah Um, supposed to be 12 uh 12 episodes and this is the first volume i guess the first six yeah yeah so that could change with the next six but as of right now these first six to five out of those are true crime they're Missing person slash murder cases. Uh, some of them are are really, really 
uh, head scratching. Like we should cover some of these for our show. Oh yeah, 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 uh, easily. Yeah, the the one in this might be episode three, but the one that took place in France, I think yes, it was. Just watched that this morning. Yeah, yeah, that one. Wow. Yes. Uh, I don't even want to give any details of it, but wow. No, because um, I want to cover that. I think that's great, and I, we should definitely cover that for a history creeps. Yeah. So I think that's an, another pro for me would be uh, they did a really good job of the interviews they had with the people who were involved. Um, I mean, to the point where one of the guys who was a suspect in uh, this is in one of the first two episodes, he actually mm-hmm. still had the remains of his wife and he brought those out for the camera to see dude i couldn't believe when that was <laughs> yeah. happening i was looking at aaron i'm like is this really happening like are the producers yes. really having this guy oh and he's like he's pulling his knife out to open this box that contains her remains right and he's saying yeah. like i haven't i've never laid eyes on these i've only had the box right uh yeah. if you remember what he was sitting there my uh so he pops it open and he pulls the bag out, and I'm just thinking, yes. this is for real. Like they literally had this happen. Like this is so bizarre. Yeah. And they really, I mean, they really let these people talk because he even was like, "This is the same man." He was like, "I used even after she was gone, I slept with this." Ugh. I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like you know, it's we've all lost people close to us. Yeah, and, and I it's get devastating. That too. Yeah, I, and I get still. it. But wow, yeah. Uh, so I would dare say the interviews are very much a pro for this because yeah. they really, open, they really get some people to open up, for yeah. sure. I agree. Um, no, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It reminded me of there's a specific paranormal show. I can't remember it now. It's Canadian, I think. Uh, it's either like uh, Paranormal Witness or My Haunted House or something like that. But it rem- that's what it reminded me of because that's how they do their shows. There's no narrator. There's no like. There's no ro- so this one normally had Robert Stack back in the day, and they had a couple other guys cover it. You know, in the later years. But Robert Stack has always been known as the guy from Unsolved Mysteries, the voice, the host, the narrator. Uh, this one, the narration is told by the people who lived it. You yeah. know, the 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 people who experienced it, witnesses, uh, the you know family members, and they just they tell the story. From beginning to end, there's no nobody else that comes in and says, and then so and so did this, you know? Right, right. So um, I think I, I would. I, so because of that, I was used to seeing that kind of a, a show, that kind of a program. So this didn't it didn't throw me off so much, but it, it yeah. you know you do get you wanted to hear kind of that Robert Stack ish voice, but you're not going to oh, yeah. have that. So I don't know if that would have done well either to get a, a voice that doesn't fit you know what i mean it could have thrown the whole thing off yeah that's one thing i was trying to think of as i was watching this is if they had gotten a host who would i've liked to have hosted it and i was really thinking about that because i'd want it to be somebody who has kind of a uh, an iconic sounding voice yeah uh, you know robert stack definitely had that uh you know, some kind of a dark deep voice almost yeah i would feel like i would need so I'm very open to suggestions on that. Did you have any other uh, pros for this before we move on to the cons? Yeah, one of the other pros was uh, we still see Stack. Robert Stack, there's a quick yeah. kind of image shadow of him at the at the end of the, the, the title sequence, which I loved. You know, it's, it was very nice. It was just kind of like, oh, he's still here. You know, he's still a, he's he's here in spirit, kind of. Yeah, I uh, love Robert Stack because, I mean, he did this and he was an airplane, so the, the guy was awesome to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was, that was my other pro. Um, other than that, I mean, overall great storytelling. I feel like so far the three cases that, that I've seen at least, 
uh, are great cases. They don't feel flimsy. Do you know what I mean? Like right. sometimes it's like, oh, yes. well, this, what's what's unsolved about this? Like it's obvious yes. or whatever. But like, yeah, uh, yeah, this would go into pros too because this is along with what you're saying. Uh, all the ones that I watched, I wanted, I was, I'm desperate for updates too. Did you go to your phone immediately? Like, let me see if anything's yes. been updated. <laughs> yes. I, did. I did all the time. Yeah. So that's a pro for sure. That yeah. means they're they're doing something right. All right. So let's let's move on to the cons. Um, let's go ahead and start with the one you were kind of talking about. Okay. I struggled with this, but ultimately I feel it's a con for me just because of how much I love the original show. Is is the lack of host? Yes. Uh, it's a con for me. Um, it's not to the point where I can't watch it. I'm going to watch the other six when they come out. It's not that far, but you know, I just loved the fact that they had Robert Stack doing that. Mm-hmm. So that was that for me because I grew up with the show. Took some getting used to, um, but you can kind of get past it, and you can as the stories are unfolding because they're they're told really well too. I mean, it's yeah. another pro, but uh, so the lack of host, I would say for me personally, is a con. I would have loved to have some iconic voice there talking yeah if you if you could find the right voice it would have worked well because it's always nice to kind of have an outside storyteller that's kind of reiterates what you just heard or you know when you come back these don't have commercial breaks but it's that idea of you've heard a big chunk of story so before we move on let me just kind of recap everything real quick and now we move on you know what i mean that kind of thing that kind of helps kind of guide you uh, along the story um so the pro con that i was talking about was that uh, pro, we could keep it a pro saying, you know, it's cool that each episode was one story because the original Unexplain- Unsolved Mysteries had, what was it, like three three or four stories per episode? Yes. Yeah. So that's a pro, but to me is also a con because I think I would have liked more than one story per episode okay, you know, to, to yeah. feel like that you have cool, I got this, but I also got to hear about this and this all in one sitting for tonight, you know what I mean? Yes. Alright, so this 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 is on mine too, so I'm glad you said that. Um, I'm originally I was torn on it too because these stories that they tell on these first six definitely deserved the time that they got. Right, they got yeah. plenty of time to tell the whole thing without leaving things out. So I understood it. However, I remember episodes of the original where literally in one show I can get a missing person, I can get a true crime, and I can get a UFO thing. All in one episode. Yep. It covered everything for me. Or it could even have like reuni- people reuniting, like a feel-good story. Oh, yeah, all like the little, the, the little updates at the end sometimes? Yeah. Yes. Like it, all in one episode. And I love that, and I kind of missed it. Um, I think they really wanted to keep these under an hour because every episode's under an hour long. Uh, so maybe that's part of it, but, you know, I would have just thrown in some other stories into it if it was me. Yeah, just to kind of keep that feel of unsolved mysteries, and that kind of adds to my next con, which is um, the way that they did this with it just being one story per episode and everything else, and how they shot it, and how the story is told, and it's done very, very well. Don't get me wrong; it's done super duper well, super professional. It looks great and amazing, but it also looks like every other true crime documentary right now. Yeah, it doesn't stand apart at all. Yeah, it did not really truly feel. Apart from, if it didn't have the intro song, I couldn't have told you it was Unsolved Mysteries. Right. No, I agree 100%. Um, and to, like, like you said, I think that was why I used to love having more than one. Because you you get all of those little pieces. And they always had a different feel to them, right? 
Yeah. Um, I think what we're, we're, we're not getting out of this, too, is now correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think was are there. There wasn't any reenactments. OK, that's on my list. Here. Was there? there are, I, I don't remember much. It felt they're all sort of them sort of. Uh, they'll do like little background ones, but you never see anybody's faces or anything like that. They're kind of really short too, um, and they they use a lot of news footage. Yeah, if, if and they don't show footage, any yeah. feature. And if it is a reenactment, they don't show anybody's features or their face or anything like that. Uh, so I was very torn. It's one of the things I was torn on because I just you know it's kind of one of the things that for better or for worse than the original, I sort of loved because they would try to get the people yes. originally who were involved with it to be a part of it and then they would have like i think it's one of the first things matthew mcconaughey did was an was <laughs> really an episode of, yes yeah was an episode of unsolved <laughs> mysteries they're like we uh, just want you to stand here and have a swig of the beer from uh at the bar and <laughs> yeah. action all right all right all right okay no sir cut <laughs> there's no there's no words you don't have to say a word all right man all right yeah i actually think he did have some speaking in it though uh but that's cool though yeah so uh, I I did I didn't know how to feel about that. Like, yeah, there are reenactments, and I kind of think if they did the same kind now, they would kind they would sort of be laughed at. Mm-hmm. So I, I but I personally would have loved it. <laughs> I mean, me too. I used to love when you'd see the person that's portraying somebody in the reenactment, yeah. and then you see the picture of the person. You're like, oh, they did a good job of casting. Like you get kind of like, yeah. oh, that was a good job. Uh, so yeah, I don't, but see, I just don't remember much of the reenactments in the first three stories. I remember there was, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know what it reminds me of? I think it was like these little flashes of, of image, uh, where yes. they blur out the, almost kind of like the dark side of the ring vices series. Yes. So yes. that's, that is kind of like what that, what, Very and you're right. So. And you're right. It, they're, they're, the look of it doesn't set it apart because right now, um, the production company went with a lot of what the aesthetic is right now when you're doing these kinds yeah. of shows. You know, they, long, did, they did long, not try to go out of the box at all. No, long hold on the the crow flying across the sky. You know, across the the trees that have no leaves on yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? And then kind of sit here and watch this guy kind of walk through the woods in slow mo. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, start about definitely, talking. You're right. Every episode starts about a talk about the town that it's involved, uh, what kind of town it is, along like. Aerial shots of said town. Yeah. Uh, does it have a water tower? Let's get a shot of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All these, yeah. Anytime all these there's a water tower in a town, you know it's going to be on there. Yes. Yeah, so you know the name of the town. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I will say, since I've watched all six of them, there is one episode that is about a UFO sighting. Uh, and for me, it's the one that stands out because it's the only one that's not about true crime. And it's probably my favorite one. Uh, and it's one we need to cover. Sweet. Because there's some wild stuff said in it. All right, we're definitely. I feel like we are not going to go too in depth in these cases because I would love to uh, learn more and and get even right. deeper for episodes of that side and history creeps here in the future. So Agreed. I feel like creepers can look forward to that. Um, but I do kind of want to touch just on a couple things. Did you have any more pros and cons before we move on? No, go ahead. All right, I just wanted to touch on real quick on the first two cases. Of the first two cases, right? Uh, there was one about the. Uh, unfortunate uh, death of, of a young man. The other one was the disappearance uh, of a woman, right, um, who ended up, they found her body later on. So of those two stories, which one to you stuck out the most? Which one made you go, whoa, like this really is unsolved kind of a, like, I mean, they're both unsolved, but you know what I mean? Um, Probably the, I think it's just because the guy was so out there. Right. 
I think it's that one just because he stands out because he's so weird and strange. And there was so much weird be around that. Dude, I cannot wait to get into this story because there's so many things that made me go, wait a second. This doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. How could this happen? Like it, I felt like – so we were saying how they've done a really good job presenting these stories. I feel like that one needed another 30 to 45 minutes <laughs> yes. because yes. I think at the end when they start – adding some more things in that make you go, whoa, hold on a second. It's not enough time. You're like, okay, so I like that you threw this in here, but can we explore this? Oh, no, we only have two minutes left? Okay, never mind. Yeah, now both of them had some weird stuff to them uh, where you're like, oh, man, that just, you know, something's obviously up there. Uh, It's, but that guy is just so out there. I I almost wonder what's on the cutting room floor. Of that interview, um, yeah, it's it is definitely strange, right? It was a it was a strange one. Um, one of the things I saw when I was looking at because so before we started recording, I pulled up stuff on the internet real quick because I wanted to look at the the Wikipedia on the background behind the new season here. Uh, I also I wanted to kind of see if they had any you know li- listing on what the the next episodes were. They only have the first six still listed here, but when I did look this up, one of the things I saw immediately if you put in unsolved mysteries in, in your Google Google machine and hit enter, you know how you get news you know news results immediately as well. It already, dude. News news result news uh, people are talking about how uh, tips are starting to come in immediately immediately. So Newsweek has an article from today, says an Unsolved Mysteries viewer may have found a big clue in Ray Rivera's letter. So that's the first story on on Unsolved Mystery, the guy we were talking about. Uh, So there's a a person who watched it and said, that sounds very familiar. And then he points it out. Uh, And so I read read this whole article, and it's – yeah, it sounds really crazy, and now i got to go back and kind of reinvestigate this case because it sounds like this might be – it might have been – uh, a little bit more than we thought behind it, but the other the other article I saw was from the Chicago Sun Times saying that uh, the revival of this show on Netflix has surged with tips coming in nonstop for a bunch of the different cases that are on the show. So that was a big thing about. So I could I guess you could put that as a, a pro, right? Because that was a big thing about original Unsolved Mysteries was that it put a lot of these things out there to the masses that may not have known this and brought awareness to things so a lot of times when people came up missing or somebody was wanted for something they were found because viewers from you know six seven states away they were watching this and say oh this is the guy that just moved into my town and he said he's got a different name and he's working yep. at the at the at the car shop let's go talk uh, to him. yes and so unsolved now mysteries yeah unsolved mysteries yeah. itself was responsible for solving quite a few mysteries so here we go like i feel like that's going to be the beauty behind this one is that yeah. it's going to create that kind of um, do you remember when that podcast came out? That what was it, Serial? And it was it was yes. it was uh, following the, the the case of some guy that got arrested for murder or something, and all everybody was working on this case. Like all of these clues started coming out because of just because of the podcast. I feel like Unsolved Mysteries is gonna it's gonna happen with this this version of Unsolved Mysteries. We're gonna see a lot more future episodes that have the kind of updates at the end that say on another on the last episode. This is the update, you know? Yeah. I agree, and that's a, that's definitely a pro. Uh, one of the one of my favorite things to do now is if you go back because you can find the old episodes, the originals. I think it's on it's on one of the streaming services. I can't remember which uh, one on top of my head. Ne- Netflix or Hulu, one of the two. Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. one of them. Yeah, you can find it uh, pretty easily. Um, 
they actually have some updated updates on those. Like if they'll play a story yeah. on it uh, that's been solved since the show's been off the air, they actually tell you what the update is, and that's actually pretty awesome. Yep. Good times, and good they, times. Uh, and then it makes the ones that aren't solved stand out even more. So, uh, well, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Do we want to sort of, uh, Chris? Let's just say it this way. I don't know if you want to give a number score or anything like that, but would you recommend this show? Are oh, you going to finish it? I'm going to finish it. Easily recommend it. If I mean, obviously, anybody that's listening to our show is a fan of this stuff. So trust me when I say you're gonna love this. You're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna get invested in these stories. And as soon as they're done, or or, or even like two thirds of the way of these episodes, you're gonna be grabbing your phone to look stuff up to see, hey, what happened now? You know, you won't want to wait. You're gonna want to see what the what what the end is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I definitely would recommend this. Overall, I like it. I'm torn on a few things, like we said. Uh, just because, uh, and I think it's more because of my love of the original. Uh, but that's kind of with anything when you update anything, it's going to be a, uh, a, a, a war inside myself <laughs> with the things that they change. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think with where we are now with documentaries, like it makes sense that it's done this way. And if I'm being honest, uh, I usually hate documentaries that have reenactments, like the new ones. I, I usually get, I'm usually kind of grossed out by them, like any ones you see on the ID channel or whatever. Uh, you know, like, ugh, I can, I can do without that part. It kind of takes away from it for me. Yet, I love that in the original Unsolved Mysteries, so I'm a hypocrite. Um, <laughs> but it kind of works for this, what they're going for. I think overall, it's done very well. I liked it. I finished it. I'll watch whatever else they put up there. It's very, very good stuff. My one critique main critique would be let's have more variety in the types of stories um you know let's let's kind of change it up a little bit instead of have or, it's, or all of it's just going to feel the same uh but you know a lot of th- i'm going to give it overall a thumbs up I've, yeah i'm trying i'm struggling if i want to give this a number or not uh i think out of if this was out of 10 i'm going to give the old retro bliss score here <laughs> if this was out of 10 <laughs> uh, i think i'd give this a very strong seven and a half easily and when the next six come out maybe i'll actually even like it even more and that score could go up or go down who knows yeah yeah we'll see right uh but go check it out guys seriously it's it it's it's very entertaining and so far that you know i've only seen the first three episodes and they were three completely new cases i had never heard of before and i and like the first one the ray rivera case i can't believe i've never heard that with how strange that is do you know what i mean yes like it's really honestly all six of them all six of them I mean, the UFO one I'd sort of heard, but I didn't know any of the details. I definitely didn't know all the <laughs> wild stuff that they claimed in it. Uh, but out of all these, I really barely knew anything about any of them. No. The going count, into the this. count in French. Uh, the that was that the French yeah. count. That, that was one. Different. That was the one that all, that I'd sort of heard of because I think I'd heard about it on a podcast, and that's Ooh. the only reason. Uh, but the other ones were definitely very new to me. I very curious. Once you finish the, these first six, we're going to talk about episode six. So let me know when you finish it. Yeah, we <laughs> because will. Because I I have to know your thoughts on uh, a certain person in there. Uh, so uh, I, I say this is as we would say a list. This is uh, that's all approved. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I agree. Yeah, so go check it out. Cool, cool. So I'm uh, I'm all done. I'm gonna leave the clubhouse. I'm gonna let you do your thing here, Johnny. Unless you're you're taking off, but uh, no, I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go check out more of the the unsolved mysteries. All right, you go ahead and do that. I'm gonna get comfortable. I'm gonna undo my my pants here. Just kind of sit back, eat a big lunch, and stay on. Oh,